Hello and welcome back to another episode of Girly Bits. Very excited that this week's episode is brought to you by Coro. We've got an exciting new sponsor on board. And if you're looking for some healthy snacks, this brand definitely focuses on bringing additive free natural ingredients to their customers with fair prices. And if like me, you eat a lot of peanut butter, especially on my overnight oats in the morning time. Well, the good news is that they do some bulk packaging. They've got nut butters, baking ingredients, cooking essentials and of course lots of really nice snacks as well. They've also given me a discount code that I can hand over to you. So at the checkout if you just want to put in girly bits that will get you a little bit of money off. They've got 1300 products on their website and I'm super delighted that I've teamed up with Coro for this episode. If you want to check them out you can have a look on their website www dot coro dot ie that's spelled k o r o dot ie happy shopping This week's episode of Girly Bits is all about a little bit of self-improvement. I don't know about you, but sometimes I look around my bedroom and I go, oh, how did I accumulate so many things? I get overwhelmed by the amount of stuff I have. and um, I'm always, always carrying around way too many things in my car. It always feels like it's just a bit of a mess. I would love to be one of these really, really organised people, but I'm definitely not that. I'm the type of person that has four or five coffee cups in my car. I have got a floor drobe at least four out of five days of the week. Um, sometimes I don't know my head from my uh, my my elbow, I'm going to say. But at times, I think we lead such busy lives. It's okay. I mean, sometimes I get really overwhelmed by looking into my wardrobe, trying to figure out what am I going to wear? What do I need? Why is there summer dresses in here? Do I need to get rid of something? So I really wanted to discuss and discover this new trend that we see on social media so often of people who help you organize your life. I don't know about you, but I'm a bit of a bit of a collector, a bit of a hoarder. As I mentioned, I love, love, love clothes. And sometimes all of those bits and pieces, makeup, clothes, accessories, don't even get me started on the kitchen. Sometimes you need a little bit of motivation to get going, to organize your life. I really wish I was one of these organized people, but... Slowly but surely, I think I'm going to learn how I can put measures in place to organise my life a little bit better because research has shown that if we live a little bit more of an organised life with everything in its place, I know it's easier said than done, that we can feel a little bit better mentally in ourselves. That is why I really wanted to get an expert on the case to explain to us a little bit more about organisation, this new trend of revitalising your home, making your home a really nice, safe space to live in. So without further Further ado, I would love to introduce Chloe Litchfield, who of course is from Revitalize Your Home. She is a business owner. She's from County Louth, and she is going to tell us all about the art of decluttering, organizing your life, and maybe how to make our homes and our space a little bit better when they're clutter free. I need all the help I can get in this area and I hope Chloe is going to help us out with this too. 
On this week's podcast, I am absolutely delighted to invite Chloe Litchfield, of course, from Revitalize Your Home. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Louise. I'm delighted to be here. Good stuff. Now, I know that, you know, organisation and that type of thing, maybe it's only come to the forefront with social media over the last couple of years. We see a lot of, um, you know, online, um, you know, I suppose, accounts where it's dedicated Mm -hmm. to trying to maybe declutter your home, organise your life a little bit. Can you tell me about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you're totally right. Like, I think definitely over the last few years and even over the last few months kind of this idea of organizing has really come to the forefront you know um like for me so what I do so now my approach to organizing is not what you see on Instagram and Pinterest it's not the idea that your home has to be absolutely perfect at all times everything has to be where it needs to be and it's all in these lovely clear containers so Chloe what what do you do that's a little bit different that what we could see on on social media yeah so what we see like on social media recently especially over the last few months and even over the last few years we see a lot of these perfect homes yeah. you know these show homes that just are absolutely fabulous to look at Um, you know they can be enjoyable in some way to see everything sitting absolutely perfect yeah. in their containers Um, but for me that's not realistic it's it's not a real home Um, you know and when I do an organizing service at the end of it the goal is for that your home to function long term yeah It's not for it to function 10 minutes after I leave and when the kids come in, the place is wrecked again. It's for it to work for you, your family, your lifestyle, your routines and long term, as I said. And then at the end of the day, it is always going to be a matter of putting things away. Um, No matter how organised your home is, the reality is the home is lived in. Yeah. You are going to still, of course, have to clean your counters, do your washing, put your things away. But through the organising that I do, those activities are made a lot simpler and easier. Um, So it's the approach that I work with you and with what you need. And it's not based on what will this look like, you know, on, on Instagram or Pinterest. Yeah, because you can get a little bit overwhelmed with, you know, like there's show houses and what you see mm-hmm. online and all of that kind of stuff. And I know like my bedroom, I have makeup and clothes and shoes and all of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. like as as much as I've gotten older and I've tried to declutter and all of that kind of thing, sometimes you just I don't know whether it's sentimental value or that type of thing. But we realize that these are all things that we never really learned in school. I know it sounds crazy mm-hmm. that you should know how to organize your life, but at the same time, yeah. I think there's so much more available to us now. You know, like when you first start working and, you know, you might go into pennies and you spend, you know, half of your first mm-hmm. paycheck buying, you know, new bedclothes and new clothes and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, we just pack it all into our houses. Have you got any yeah. tips for people? Because I know people are going to be listening this evening and I think we're all mm-hmm. in the same boat where we probably have too much stuff and you don't know how to yeah. part with it or you don't even know where to begin. What um, yeah. What advice have you got? My first piece of advice would definitely be to take it in small steps. Yeah. So if it's your whole room, so like you said, the clothes, the makeup, all the different items, don't look at the room as a whole. Just look at one section at a time. So that could be a drawer. It could be your jumpers that are hanging up 
It could be your necklace. So one very small thing and just do one thing at a time. Um, and do remember, like, you're not alone in this either. It's totally normal. Yeah. And do not be putting any extra pressure on yourself. Um, and just really take it slow. That would be the first step. Um, you know, definitely don't try and do what I do. And that is, you know, empty the whole space and do the complete declutter and organize. You know, that's different. Um, and when you're in, you know, if I'm decluttering my own clothes, it's very different because they're mine. I have the emotional attachment, all the different feelings that you have to the items. And that's totally normal yeah. um, to be attached for many. There's many different reasons, you know, why we hold on to things. And but start slow. And if you are going through an item and you say, do you know what? I just don't know what to do with that. Or it's too hard to let go of or too hard to even think about. Just put it to the side and come back to it. Um, you know, you don't need to make all those decisions when you're starting. You can come back. So just really take it nice and slow. Yeah, definitely. That makes so much sense. Was there a reason that you wanted to get into this um, area? You know, are you a very, very organized person yourself from the get go? And you were kind of like, look, maybe this is a talent I have that I can maybe share with other people. Yeah, um, the main there's a main reason why I started this business. One of the reasons, I suppose, was I was always kind of that go-to person. Um, you know, I'd go to my friend's house for a cup of tea and she'd be afraid to let me look in the press. <laughs> um, she'd be like, don't, it's grand, I'll do it. But the main reason why I started this business, the organising, was because I saw the benefits I had in my own life. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was really in terms of mindfulness, my mental health, my self-care just um so I started the business a year ago so a year ago I was like the the typical person working in your nine-to-five job coming home you know doing your cooking your cleaning squeezing in time to meet your friends squeezing time to do absolutely everything and just living that you know that really busy life um but I found that my home just wasn't that safe space yeah you know it wasn't a place that I when I got home I would be thinking of all the things I had to do and couldn't just sit and relax and be me um so I started decluttering slowly that built up and I started organizing and then I started to look at the space as a whole and look at how the space has been used how the space is working for me and it can be the smallest changes um but that's I the benefits were just massive um, and that's when I knew that this could be an answer to some of, I suppose, the problems that a lot of people are facing, especially nowadays, um, with all the, you know, all the different pressures that we have, and especially as women. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes, I don't know, um, you know, at times I can have a mental block of, oh, do I really have to go and clear away these things? And maybe it's mm-hmm. from years gone by when I've had to clear spaces that I just you know, that I just, it were very, very hard and very, very tough, you know, especially like, I want to make sure that this podcast doesn't turn into, you know, me talking about, um, you know, grief mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But I, I suppose I've had to go through, you know, clearing out my mother's space, do you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that was really, really, really tough. So, you know, I can imagine, have you ever been called to do a space like that? Because I know, obviously, it is, it is something that you have to do. But at the same time, you know, I nearly have a mental block now when I go to clear another room. I have another room in the in the house that 
it just seems to have like and it needs to be cleaned before Christmas because you know like we'll probably have people staying and all that kind of stuff but like yep. there's nearly this mental block of like oh my god how am I going to tackle this and where do you even yeah. begin yeah absolutely um that is one of the big things a lot of clients come to me feeling um and as I mentioned it's totally normal it could be either because the space is just completely overwhelmed you it's completely filled with clutter. Yeah. Could be sentimental feelings, you know, as you mentioned, um, if someone has passed away and you're going through their items. So there is a lot of different reasons, but that's where I come in. Um, and that's why I offer the service, I suppose, that I offer. You know, I am there to support you through those feelings and to help you to make those decisions and to, I suppose, encourage you to be your friend, to be there and to, of course, then give that expert advice. So, of course, I come in and I do the service. So I'm physically doing the work and I'm physically putting the, the plans into practice. But I'm also your friend and I'm also there to help you through that journey because it is difficult. And especially, you know, as being in the client situation, you are the one that is either saying yes or no to, to keep an item, to declutter an item, or you're the one looking at the items. You have the feelings attached to them. I don't. So for you, it is very, it, it is a hard, can be very hard process to go through. Yeah. Um, and some clients, when dealing with those situations that are maybe filled with a lot of emotions or grief, the clients, you know, they do feel wrecked at the end of it. And I'd often get messages the next day saying, Jesus, I slept for 12 hours last night. I was exhausted. Um, and I tell them that when I go in, I say, be prepared. You're going to be wrecked tonight because there's so much emotions going yeah. on. Um, but I am there as your friend and I'm there to support you through that process. Yeah, it's fascinating because, you know, I, I guess like years ago, we didn't have this type of service, um, you know, mm -hmm. and some people might go, oh, Jesus, do you really need somebody to help you declutter your home or that mm -hmm. kind of thing? But at the same time, yeah. you know, you are offering that emotional support for those difficult exactly. times. Like if you were going to cook the Christmas dinner um, and you didn't really like cooking, you know, you could ask somebody to cater it for you or, you know, if it was a communion exactly. or a yeah, event or something like that. So why not have something like this available if you do find decluttering or even, you know, a, a hard space to try and, and, and yeah. get sorted? Um, Like, what's your strategy when it comes to, you know, sorting out a space? Say if it was your typical bedroom, because I know mm -hmm. when I used to live in Galway, and I said this before, I think when we were talking about, um, you know, the, the clothes in the last podcast and I'd mm -hmm. have, you know, everything stacked up on top of one another. And I was trying to squeeze as much as I possibly could into the room. And I probably wouldn't mm -hmm. have been there if I didn't buy it all in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But if you are, say, like a student or somebody living in rented accommodation and you've got limited space, like it'd be all great yeah. if we all had our own homes and maybe you mm -hmm. had a walk-in wardrobe and all of these kind of things. But the reality is, you know, young people these days, they are still living in either their parents' house or rented yeah. accommodation or that type of thing with limited space. Um, and yeah. what should they do in that kind of respect? Yeah, absolutely. So my tips or recommendation would be to utilise all the space that you have. So utilise absolutely everything. Now, of course, it may be different, you know, when you're in rented or if you're at home, you know, you're not going to have the money to go out and buy a wardrobe that goes to your ceiling height. So whatever you have, use as much space as you can. This means 
number one tip when it comes to clothes and especially for us women is get those summer clothes out especially now summer is over remove those summer dresses remove anything summer related and put it into a bag this does not need to be a fancy bag this could be any old bag you can get bags of course in different homeware shops and you can label it if you want to go the extra mile but just get it out of your space the most important thing is that you ha- you open your wardrobe or you open your drawers and the first thing you see is your clothes that you wear daily. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see a glittery dress that we're going to wear out over Christmas when we open the drawer. So just keep whatever space you see first when you open, whether it's your wardrobe or your drawer, keep them to be your daily clothes and the clothes you wear all the time. Ensure seasonal is out. So in the summer, remove those winter stuff so make sure your seasonal is rotated and if possible you know hanging I find hanging is just so much better because you can see everything that you have now obviously not everyone has the space for that so if you don't have the space drawers of course are great or like like baskets the only thing I would say is it can get to a point where you're just stacking so many things on top of each other. So avoid the stacking. You can get little dividers. You can get smaller baskets and put smaller baskets on top of each other in a bigger basket, you know. So keep the areas small. Keep them to their category. So all your T-shirts, your bodysuits, whatever it may be. Keep everything in its category. Keep it small and keep it in its little area. Um, And, yeah, even if it is the likes of your going-out dresses and... If you're a student, you might be going out every weekend or if you're like me, it's Christmas if you're lucky. But keep those clothes out, you know, don't keep them in your main space. Um, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready, you want to be able to open your wardrobe and see all your clothes that you could potentially wear today. You want to see the clothes that make you feel beautiful, that you feel confident in, that you feel happy. You don't want to be rummaging through even old or damaged clothes or yeah. clothes that make you feel uncomfortable you know and I suppose to throw it in a tip would be to put a basket if you have the room or put a bag or put something somewhere and if you're trying on your clothes and you say I really don't like that I feel horrible I feel uncomfortable remove it straight away and put it in that That's basket just declutter as you go you know and decluttering doesn't need to be this big once-off activity and it stress you out and you're overwhelmed and there's bags of clothes in your boots for months and months. Yeah. You know, just do it as you go and just keep that safe space in your wardrobe. That space is for you and for all, you know, the clothes that you just love. Um and anything else, try and get it out if you can. Yeah, that's such a great, great idea because they do say like I've been looking at research and stuff and they do say that the more, um, I suppose, tidy and decluttered your space is, the, the better mm-hmm. your mental health. And I suppose in times yeah. like this, when everybody is struggling with, you know, the cost of living, they're struggling with the prices of everything, you know, maybe they are trying to buy their house or, you know, whatever it is in life that they're, you know, just trying to get through, you know, as you mm-hmm. said, being able to come home and even if it is your bedroom in rented accommodation or something mm-hmm. like that, that you're able to just come home to a nice space where you can actually yeah. relax. You can sit down, you can do your few jobs, you can watch your TV or whatever, because it like I know I'm I'm definitely guilty of it. I come home and I'm like, oh, my God, I've got all this washing to do. And then where yeah. am I going to put all these bits? And you can get into a bit of a spiral of, well, I'll just go out for the day and I'll buy a few more bits 
and you come home with the bags and the retail therapy is amazing. But then you're like, hang on a minute, I need to find somewhere to put this stuff, you know, and like yeah. you can kind of get into that type of cycle. Um, what yeah. if you are living with people who don't really want to get on board with your new way of thinking? I'm just trying to think of. I remember when I lived in my shared accommodation in Galway and like the presses were nearly coming out like there was Tupperware everywhere um, and there was like, you know, bits of kitchen utensils that I'd say previous like housemates had and all that kind of stuff. Like, is there a way that you can broach the idea to maybe declutter in a rented kind of accommodation without rocking the boat too much? Yeah, uh, it's a very good question. I hear that a lot and even with some parents like I had a like a, a call recently with a mother and she has grown up children and she's like how do I get them on board yeah so it's it's a question that we all have and it can be very hard you know you're trying to I suppose convince someone in a way you know how this can be so beneficial um and I think just really slowly I would not recommend a complete overhaul and you know declutter the whole house in one day again you know what I said previously is just start small do small sections and I suppose show them how do one small space and show them how their feelings their mood their everything has changed from that space you know and this could be maybe someone in the house like absolutely loves cooking and what you do is you create that space for them or bake and whatever. So you create that space for them to do what they love. But you've you've changed the space. So they're no longer bombarded with everything on the worktop. There's no, you know, the table's clear, the worktops are clear. They can do their cooking, they can do their baking. So maybe to do something for someone else and then they can see the benefits. And they can also see that you care as well. And, yeah. you know, it's not just about you. You want this for the whole house and you want this for everyone um so small little changes and people will see the benefits pretty quickly um and the benefits you will see over time and in months to come you will notice the benefits and that I've noticed the benefits um like in terms of my mental health over months and months later but you will notice the immediate changes and that should hopefully get them on board and just keep going with it and you know, like anything else, don't, you know, force it upon them. Don't be putting up lists and saying, this is the new way. This goes in this part. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't do that. Just go nice and slow at it and just try and get everyone on board and talk about it. You know, maybe ask the people in your house, you know, how, and it might seem a bit maybe deep for students but you know ask them how do you feel in your house how do you feel when you're you're, you come home and you're cooking in the kitchen and how do you feel when we're you know sitting in the sitting room and you'd be surprised what people open up with when you ask them a question you know they could say do you know what I'm absolutely overwhelmed I've nowhere to go come in and try and sit down and there's just absolutely everything on top of me you know and they really will open up if you just ask them the questions you'd be surprised yeah, definitely. And like, I mean, I wish I did something like that when I was, you know, back in the rented accommodation I was in and going now, granted, I was probably one of the people who brought, um, you know, like a soup maker and a juicer and a, I had kitchen utensils coming out my ears and they're like, oh my God, wh- where is Louise coming and going from? But at the same time, you know, I suppose in that situation, it's it would have been good to have a chat and say, well, 
is is there you know baking equipment that we can get rid of or you know does anybody who lives here right now actually own this you know and I know like people sometimes if you are in rented accommodation it's like I look after my own space and that's about it but at the same time if you're all living in a shared accommodation it's so important to like make the space um your own um I suppose in terms of you know the the things that you can buy and and the easy ways to try and I suppose slot in different methods to to make your life a bit easier. Are there one or two things that you've purchased over the last, or even that you use on a daily basis with your clients that make a life mm-hmm. a lot easier? I'm just even thinking about the kitchen where you have like yeah. your Tupperware, like you know, in different little presses and all that kind of stuff, and you go out to take one out yeah. and it falls all over the place. And Chloe, yeah. I tell. I'm, I'm I'm sounding like I need I need you in my house but um is there anything that like you've used that has kind of blown your mind when you are doing what you do mm, I think you know going back to kind of what we were saying you see a lot on Instagram and Pinterest and all these new fancy tools and these fancy things you can stick and twist it a certain way and it does all this cool things some of them are cool um, but for me, I go back to basics. Yeah. Um, you know, your simple turntable is fantastic, can be used for so many different things. Um, turntable can be used for your spices. It could also be used in a playroom for the kids' arts and crafts. Oh, yeah. You know, trolleys are brilliant as well. You can use, if you need a little bit of extra space, a trolley in your kitchen could be for your baking supplies. Um, a trolley in your bedroom could be for your makeup. A trolley, you know, for the kids could be for their Lego, whatever it may be. So I like to use items that can be used across the home. Um, and even just like simple boxes. I find myself just using small containers all the time with little handles because you can put the items into that container. The similar items are contained and then they're put away. So you can label it as well. But when you pull it out, you can say, okay, here is all... Um, my Tupperware. Yeah. Here's all the lids. Here's all the whatever. Um, and the separating and containing them is key. Um, so containing basically means putting it into a container or a box or something. Now this doesn't mean everything has to be in a container, but if it is contained in its own space, you know, imagine you open the press, you have your Tupperware, you have electrical equipment, you have plates, you have cups. Now, you're not going to put plates and cups into a container, yeah. but you might divide. You might divide that press or that shelf. So you have plates one side, cups the other side. So it's all about that separation and then containing your smaller bits so they're not flying all around the place. Um, I love the the different bags um, that you can get as well, you know, that have the different dividers in them. So mainly I love things that have divisions and you can keep the things contained um, but I can't say there. There's one yeah new thing that I've seen that I love. Maybe I'll create one in time. Um, yeah. but for now I just love the the basics and how you know multifunctional they can be. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're going to inspire everybody now after they're listening to this podcast to get up and do a bit of decluttering. And I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to tackle that um that room that's up there that you know should. I won't say should. I said I, I, I will get it done before Christmas time. Um, but Chloe, of course, you're from Revitalize Your Home. Um, where can people find out more about you if they want to follow you on social media um, or even reach out or, or that type of thing? 
Yeah. Um, so the, we're on Instagram and Facebook, just at Revitalize Your Home. And then we also have the website, revitalizeyourhome.com. So if you do want to find out, you know, how I can help you transform your home and um, pop onto the website and we can have a free discovery call. And then if you want to see the different rooms and spaces that I've renovated and changed, you can see those over on the social media. Oh, super stuff. You've inspired everybody now. And, um, you know, after having a chat all about, um, you know, I suppose re-wearing clothes and all of that kind of stuff, hopefully um, mm-hmm. this has been a, a really great chat as well. Uh, listen, thank you so, so much. Uh, fair play to you as well thank because you. it's not easy to set up a, a new business especially in this kind of uh, climate so well done to you and uh, it's been really thank great you. catching up with you lovely speaking to you thank you so much Louise so there you go hopefully you enjoyed that and you've learned something all about maybe decluttering organising your life and your home a little bit better Chloe was such a joy to have a chat to and um, you know I really really love supporting um, you Irish business women who are definitely making waves in uh, in the country and it's not easy to set up your own business so fair play to her as always I really want to thank you for tuning into the podcast um, I am very excited to have a sponsor on board and you can check check out coro.ie. Of course, at the very start of the podcast, I gave you a discount code to get a little bit of money off. So hopefully I'll continue to work with those guys in the future. As always, if you're listening in and if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can get in touch and let me know. LouiseClarkMedia at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out, send me a message, give me a little bit of feedback. You can catch me on Instagram, LouiseClarkRadio, or you can also send me an email, LouiseClarkMedia at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, give me a rating, a thumbs up. I would absolutely love it. And I can't wait to catch up with you again next week for another episode of Girly Bits. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week. 